BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Pardon me while I burst into flame Had enough of the world and its people's mindless games Okay, guys, so years and years and years ago, right? Back when, before comic book movies weren't the craze and the norm of the film and entertainment industry I remember wondering, like, what I could write about Like a man that would make him a superhero and for whatever reason, the first idea that had came to mind, and this was me years ago, remember, was a man that can do laundry. Like, you don't see a man that does his own laundry, you know, so for a man to do that, that would make him more of a man. So the idea of laundry man started. So I started with the story of a man named David, who was a boxer, right? And he's at this really big boxing match, and if and if he wins, it'll change his life and his in his wife's life, right? So he's on the phone with his wife there, like a, a, what is it? Like, uh, you know, not a cell phone, like where it's just connected there, a landline. And, uh, she's, he's there at the arena, right? The boxing arena. And she's taking care of the home business, which is the laundromat. Anyway, he's on the phone with her and he's giving her some tips on the laundry and, uh, the business to take care of, right? Well, an explosion occurs over the phone and his wife screams and David trips out and he rushes out of the boxing arena, forfeiting the match. He gets home to his laundromat business and, the exp- and there's like a huge explosion of like bleach and other chemicals. They're so strong and the odors, but the police conduct an investigation and, you know, the his wife's body is just not found. <laughs> a classic comic book style. So David, with like all this anger in him, he uh, wants to get away, he goes to the local park, right, and uh, get away from the accident, and he sees the gang, a gang from the city known as the Skinny Jean Boys, and they're mugging a couple, and one of the Skinny Jean Boys has a knife and cuts, you know, the guy from the couple getting blood on his shirt, uh, David, you know, goes all aggro, and he stops all the Skinny Jean Boys, uh, beating them up and saving the couple. When the couple thank him, David tells them, you know, you could use some club soda to get that blood stain, you know, off of your shirt. And David, you know, leaves, walks off or whatever. 
When the news arrives and asks the couple who saved them, the couple dub him Laundry Man because of them telling him that advice. And the vigilante crime fighter Laundry Man was born. So uh, we continue to a few weeks later where there's a, a t-shirt factory downtown, right, with factory workers. And the manager of this t-shirt factory gets off the phone with his boss who had just lost a lot of money from a boxing match that he had bet on. When one of the opponents just forfeited out of nowhere without warning. Huh? You, you see where that's coming from, right? The manager comes. He just lays off all the workers saying the factory is now like losing money. It's going automated. Whatever. No more jobs for them. One of the workers, and I'll name him Neil, I guess, says that his job, this job is all that he has. This like literally the work shirt that he has from the factory is the only shirt he owns. His manager comes straight up to him and pulls the shirt right off of him saying, you know, that shirt is company property and he just kicks Neil out of the factory. So Neil is walking down the street saying how it isn't fair for someone to take the shirt off his back. And if he could, he would take all the shirts off of everyone else's backs. Neil sees that there's an ancient exhibit with the robe of a mystical being that is supposed to give the wearer magic powers. Neil breaks into the exhibit, stealing the robe, right? Okay, that's where that that cuts. Uh, okay, now it's been a bit of, been a bit of time since David's wife is supposedly dead, and he has a laundromat up and running again. He has an apprentice he hired named Taylor, and for that day, David leaves Taylor to be in charge of the laundromat while he goes to get some more I don't know detergent supplies and stuff uh, near downtown around sundown, and he sees. Men and women screaming in terror, and these people that are screaming have no shirts on on at all. No shirts. We see, you know, Neil, and he's wearing that ancient robe, kind of like, I guess, Doctor Strange wears his robe and shit. And he's yelling out like, oh, this, you know, everyone, I got my shirt taken away from me. I will take the shirts off of every pe- person's back, just like it was done to me. And... The people shirts he's he's stealing are sticking to him, right? Kind of making him into a bigger uh, enemy. And he says, I am the cotton picker. Once I steal all the cotton shirts, I will become 100% cotton. I will become invincible. David's shirt is uh, polyester, conveniently, so it's unaffected by cotton picker's evil. Uh, David attempts to fight cotton picker, but he's already stuck enough cotton onto him to kind of become 100%. So cotton pickers using these cotton shirts from his body, like appendages to break through museum buildings and hit these big spotlights down from the museum exhibit that, you know, he had taken the rope from rain begins to pour, gets all dramatic and cotton picker starts rubbing his two cotton hands together like appendages, you know, and creates this huge amount of uh, static electricity. Cotton Picker launches the ball of electricity at Laundry Man, and he misses him, but he hits a janitor who was, you know, attempting to clean up the mess that this hero and this villain were making, and it electrocuted the janitor, and he fell down, appearing dead. Uh, Laundry Man feels defeated, right? He's like, man, this guy's too strong, I don't know what to do. And he's telling himself that when he, he starts hearing his wife's uh, voice in his head, uh, you always know what to do when you need to, David. Remember when that one time when, you know, you washed your clothes in cold water and I put them in the dryer and he's laughing, you know, in his head. He's like, yeah, my shirt completely, completely shrank. You know, that was terrible. 
And that's when David had the idea. Seeing that the rain was pouring and getting Cotton Picker completely soaked in water, Laundry Man grabbed one of the spotlights from the exhibit and aimed it at Cotton Picker. From that heat, that really bright heat of the lamp, Cotton Picker began to shrink down to small regular size and Laundry Man was able to knock him out with a single punch, defeating him. After everything settled, the janitor, who we thought were was dead, gets back up and is, you know, very upset at the mess that Laundry Man has made. The janitor looks at his hands and he sees electricity flowing through them and he says out loud, Let's see if this laundry man can handle a little bit of static clang. Anyways, yeah, that's um that's just the like prequel and the first sort of I don't know what you call episode or issue. Uh it was titled Laundryman, Cotton Picker, one hundred percent pure evil. Uh and I actually I actually think I wrote like three or four more parts for this like laundryman saga so i don't know if y'all want to hear it if that would entertain you you know comment or like or subscribe or i don't care just fucking tell me do y'all know um that gangnam style when translated is actually a romantic war-torn story of a man and woman from the opposite sides of korea knowing that their love is forbidden but finding any way to be together, even if the cost could be death. Nah, I don't think it's actually about that. But man, that song that song still goes fucking hard, even after all this time being out, you know? There's this uh, one live version on YouTube, and y'all should check it out, is where, um, you know, Gangnam Style singer Psy, he does like a mashup with MC Hammer, and they perform like Gangnam Style and Too Legit to Quit, and dude, the audience pops fucking loud, like... Look it up, but ga- look up Gangnam Style MC Hammer Live, and God, dude, that shit goes fucking hard. Uh, another good live show is uh, when Michael Jackson does that first boondwalk to Billie Jean. God, dude, that shit gives me chills. Like, he's going so hard doing Billie Jean the whole video, and then when the moonwalk is about to come up, uh, and you think, like, the pressure's gonna get to him or something, nope, he fucking nails it in the crowd loses their fucking mind like i got goosebumps just thinking about it you know or even look up uh fucking when michael jackson does robot the robot compilations where he's just like and he's just doing the robot i was i was doing the robot right now you couldn't see it but you know but yeah dude like all that shit goes hard thank you very much oh mr roboto for helping me escape just when i needed to thank you I want to thank you. Please, thank you. And yeah, thank you for um continuing to listen to my podcast. Uh yeah, let me know if you want to hear more of the story I wrote Laundry Man, which it would continue to um I think the static cling issue, uh a shocking twist, I think is what I called it. And yeah, let me know if you like Gangnam Style because that shit goes hard, man. Like it still does, even after all this time. And it's it's a beautiful. Nah, I don't know what it's about, but yeah, let me know. And uh, have another uh, good day and good night. And you know, stay safe. Take care. Bye. <laughs>